When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, it's that time, it's that place, it's that person, the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Jesse May, in your ear. How is everybody doing? Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I'm feeling like I need to be high. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. Actually, you know, it's been pretty great. I really can't complain. Most of us shouldn't complain. Jesus, I don't know if you could hear that, but that was my dog shaking his fur Dogs are so, they're so loud. I've been on this cross-country trip. He's just snorting and making noises now. It's just, I don't know if you can hear him. Here you go. There he goes right into the microphone. (laughs) They've been on my dick the whole trip, and I love them. I love my animals. They are amazing. I have three dogs, if you don't know that. I know it sounds like a hoarding issue, and it is. Basically emotionally hoarding dogs. But, you know, sometimes dogs are just better than people. Most times, dogs are better than people. Even when I'm on this cross-country trip and Carlin is literally sharding in the back seat, still love him. Like, literally just leaving me in the worst pit bull fart cloud you could ever imagine. But I, I, I just still, I still love him. Here, here they are barking. Here the do- now, the, now all of them are barking in the background. You probably can't hear them because these are really good microphones. What are these microphones? Sennheiser. Sennheiser microphones are the microphones I have that just keep all of the dark, dark, <laughs> dark farts, the dog fart noises out. <laughs> How have your weeks been? How is your life? You guys can't respond to me. Um... But I, I just like to feign interest. I really don't give a shit. No, I do. I do care. I do care how everybody's doing. Because you know what? This world is in a fucking disarray. I think that I think the, the powers that be, the four rich white dudes who run the country and the world, they really just want us to think that the world is at a disarray. You know, is it any worse than like, I don't know, the Ice Age? <laughs> Can you imagine if we had social media then? It'd be terrible. Nothing. It was just freezing. You know, I think, I think we just have social media to display what's going on. I don't know if it's any worse or better than it was before. I think everything's just been kind of chaotic since the beginning of existence. Whenever the fuck that was. We don't even know what that was. Maybe that's the cause of the chaos is that nobody knows what the beginning of existence is. Nobody knows what happens after. And we're all freaking the fuck out. And this is me not high yet. This is just me stark sober. I need a fucking beer. Hold on. I'm going to get a beer. Ah, There we go. I've got myself an ice cold, slightly skunky refrigerator Belgian white blue moon. I I just, you know, I, I think maybe it's everything's just kind of the way it's been and we're just covering it more and everyone's freaking the fuck out. We're all freaking the fuck out, you know? You know what's easier to control? People who are freaking the fuck out, people who are divided. We've got whites against blacks. we got straights against gays. we got puritanicals against pagan worshipers, devil worshipers. It's just, 
it's just it's become the NFL of the human species, and we're all on our own team, and we're trying to win the Super Bowl, and we don't know what the fuck the Super Bowl is. That's what I think is going on. We're all just freaking the fuck out. <laughs> I know we had like an economical crash in 2008, but I feel like we're going to have an existential one really fucking soon. It just feels, it feels like it's all going to come crashing in on this Kardashian generation. I think people, you know, I think the, the solution is we get rid of the parties in the, in the white house. No more Republicans, no more Democrats. We just hire people based off of their values. Okay. Maybe that's a real hippie approach. Maybe it's too simplistic. That's one of my ideas. The other idea I have is that we get rid of, you know, churches got to pay taxes. Sorry. Sorry. Until you can prove God is an actual thing and you've had a real fucking conversation with him. And I don't mean like in the form of a sunbeam or some butterfly or fucking cardinal that shows up on your tree outside in the morning and you think it's a sign. I mean like a real, I need a voicemail. Sorry, churches, you got to pay taxes. I also think we got to let equality be a thing. Equal. Who cares if he takes a dick in the butt? Who cares if she takes it in the ass? Who cares if he wants to wear a bra or if she wants to wear a football helmet every goddamn day? We need some equality. (laughs) And last but not least, weed needs to be legalized everywhere in the world. I think weed should be world legal. It should be a global right. (laughs) Everybody should have access to weed. Because if we gave less of a fuck, maybe we'd actually find some real solid solutions to our problems. I really feel like worry gets in the way of reason. You know, you stress so much. And sometimes, sometimes stress, cortisol can be a survival mechanism and, and tactic. But for the most part, when you stress, you fog your brain, you fog your ability to make really good decisions, and it just, it just gets in the way of being productive. And I think if we just alleviated some people of their worry and stress, it would really fucking help. The other thing I think we need to do is absolve student loans completely. Any, anybody who, who, who owes student loans, done. We, if we're going to bail out the banks, why aren't we bailing out the students, the people who have graduated school and who are looking to get into the workforce? Why are we bailing out the richest motherfuckers in this place and not the ones who are trying to do some good with their life? It's all fucking backwards. Maybe it is shit. <laughs> Maybe it is shit. Okay, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is shit. Oh, I just I don't want to believe. I'm such an optimist. I'm an eternal optimist. I just want to believe in good, good people, good intentions. But I'm also jaded. It's uh, that's a good balance. I feel like being an eternal optimist is dangerous. That's that's how you get taken advantage of. That's how you die in alleys. But like being jaded and an eternal optimist, you got the best of both worlds. You're like everyone's great, but they could also fuck me. You know, and you're like, they could fuck me, but they could be great. It could be a good fuck. So it's good to be in the middle of that and at least have coming from both perspectives. But I just think there's, there's maybe their solutions aren't so simple, you know, but I I don't know if I believe that every, that there's this, this unrest in the world. I've traveled just our country alone. I've traveled everywhere. I traveled everywhere. I've been in the most segregated places in this country i haven't seen one crazy situation except for when i almost got carjacked last week in st louis <laughs> okay except for that except for when this shady character came from behind a 
a dumpster in a dark alley at the parking lot of my Extendisay USA and tried to carjack me. He was like, oh, can I pet your dog? Let me just pet your dog. Oh, really? You want to pet my dog, sir? Is that code for Jack, my Range Rover? Oh, yeah, I drive a Range Rover, whatever. Some, that's one nice thing that I really like. I don't have material things, okay? I don't wear Louis Vuitton, I, but I do drive a Range Rover. <laughs> and, it's, and I'm sorry, and it probably shouldn't be. I should have an electronic car. I'm trying. Okay, I'm fucking trying here. <laughs> I'm trying to cross all my T's and dot all of my, you know, ecological eyes. But it's a difficult feat, man. There's a lot of things, a lot of lanes to try and correct in your life to be a good civilian, a good Samaritan, a good citizen. It's very difficult. There's a lot of things going on in the world. And sometimes it's hard to focus on them when some dude with crack eyes comes from the darkness asking to pet your pit bull, who is all ready for it. Weren't you, Carlin? Just ready for it. Where's the protection? As he just farts, where's the protection? What's the point in having a dog that's 65 pounds of pure muscle if he's just going to lick the crackhead who's trying to carjack me? You know? I don't know if I told you guys that story, but I, I almost was attacked. <laughs> I walked my dogs out, and it was 1230 at night at this hotel near the airport in St. Louis. It was the day before I was picking my mom up in St. Louis to continue along my cross-country drive in this fucking... Crack creature comes from behind the dumpster with wild eyes, dilated pupils that I could see from 40 feet away. Go pet your dog. And I had the dogs with me. I had all the dogs with me. We were piling in the car to go get some snacks, you know, because I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. I'm like a goddamn gremlin, you know. Don't feed or give me drinks after midnight. And I, here I am. This is what happens. You get, you get carjacked by crackheads near dumpsters <laughs> in St. Louis. And when he said that, I said, no, not today. That's what I said to him. 1230 at night. I got a pit bull in one hand, two chihuahuas on the other. He said, can I pet your dog? I said, no, not tonight. He still kept coming. Now, if this man were up to good, he would have respected my feeling a little infringed upon, my personal space being tested, and he would have backed off. But he kept coming towards me because you know what? He either wanted to fuck my butt, which, hi, thank you very much. I appreciate the compliment, but no, not today, or steal my rover. And, you know, he either wanted me to bend over or steal my rover. Those were one or two options. That's it. Nothing good's coming out from behind a dumpster at any time of the day. Not even when it's being used for what it's used for, which is wasting food. So even when it's being used for what it's used for in broad daylight, it's still fucking trash. It's all trash that happens near a dumpster. And so this dude kept coming. And of all the schooling that I've had in my life, which is not much, but, you know, I graduated part, some, some college, some college, no student loan debt, none of that, all the education I've received, years of it, not one class taught me survival? Survival in the streets? You literally, you literally got to learn that in the streets? Can I get a defense course? Every woman should be taught a defense course in school. Forget, f- forget fucking algebra. What about survival? What about... What about, it should just be called hotel parking lots. <laughs> That's what it should be called. Seriously. It should just be called hotel parking lots survival 101. Okay. And, and, and it's just, so he's coming at me and what am I going to throw algebra at him? Square roots, all this information that because I haven't applied, because unless you're 
an architect, a contractor, or some sort of, you know, mathematician, you're not going to utilize this, this type of math. And you can't use it to protect yourself when a dumpster demon comes at you. No, you can't. I'm going to throw out the square root of pie at this guy who's got crazy crack eyes. No, teach me how to take a dude down with one jab to his jugular. Teach me a jab to the jugular. <laughs> Seriously. That's what I need. He kept coming. I shut the door. I locked it like some sort of goddamn horror movie, like a damsel in distress. I feel like a fucking damsel in distress. I don't want to feel like a damsel in distress. I'm a tough woman, but I don't have the skills I need to, to, to deliver the hand-to-hand combat that I could use to help me survive a parking lot attack from a man at an extended stay USA. So instead, I'm throwing out square roots of numbers. Teach me a jugular jab. That's what I need in life. So that's what I'm asking for people across America to implement that into our education system. (laughs) Please. I don't need math. I just need survival as a woman. I'm not going to be an architect. I'm just trying to survive in the building that an architect, that an architect built. <laughs> and I'm not claiming to solve all the world's problems in one simple podcast. No, but I definitely solved about six of the major ones. You're welcome, America. That's my gift for you. So just make sure to repay me. You go over to the Sharp Tongue on iTunes and give us a good rate or review. Give us a rate or review. <laughs> Please let us know how you think about the podcast. And shout out to our sponsors. Absolute Extracts, providing me with that good good on the road. I love my vape pen from them. I love my bud. I think it's an amazing company. If you guys go to ease.com, if you're on the West Coast, in the West Coast area, you go to ease.com, E-A-Z-E.com, and purchase any Absolute Extract product. Use code Jesse May for, I think, 10 or 15% off your entire order. So check that out, ease.com, any Absolute Extract product. Put in code Jesse May for a percentage off of your purchase. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is very exciting. This, this podcast episode, it's recorded live from the Just for Laughs Festival. We still have a couple of those left. A few people left. Big J will be on next week. Um, we've had a bunch of great guests. And this one was a new friend in my life. He was on the Nasty Show with me in the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal. And he's hilarious. He's a puppeteer, comedian, producer, writer, really funny dude. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Besides me solving all the problems, I hope you're entertained by the very funny Mr. CP. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Peluso. It's a personal... Look, well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. So do you think you'd be the first to go in a horror movie then? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. First of all, I'd be the first to go in a horror movie and in a horror movie. Oh, yeah. You, you know, do, what I'm saying? yeah. Yeah, gotta go first. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, not, not not like I just I just feel like you know I gotta go first. Just because I need her to act like she likes me, and if I get in there second and her hair is all fucked up, she's all already. Sweaty, she's like, mount up, cowboy. And I'm like, no, you don't like this. You don't like me for real. So you know, I need to go first. So I can have a little conversation with her. Everybody like, what is he in there doing? And we're in there like playing Uno and shit, like trying to have a whole relationship in 20 minutes. Do you watch horror movies? Yes. Um, like, do you, are you a fan of them? Hell no. No? Man, look. You get scared. But it's like, put it like this. I look at horror movies like I look at Hot Cheetos. It's like, I love them, but I hate them. You know they're going to hurt your asshole. But I can't stop. You know what I'm saying? I can't stop. It's like, you know, okay, a couple of horror movies. Um, yeah, what are Yeah. Caroline, not Tim no, Burton. No, 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 no. You talking uh, about Carrie? No, I'm talking about uh, Poltergeist. Oh shit! Caroline, you're in the yes. TV. Caroline. I mean, how many of us wanted to be on TV when we were kids? All you of know, us. I was just infatuated with like, she's got, she made it. She made, <laughs> she made it. She passed her little audition and she, she got, she, she, she she's dead. She's dead. She definitely, know, she, she made it though. She's definitely dead, but you know. What do you want to be dead and make it than nothing? Yeah, you know, second second fiddle was. <laughs> Being one of the Michael Jackson kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? It's like, you know. So, but no. Um, Where are you from? I'm from Detroit. Born and raised in Detroit. Born and raised in Detroit. I live in LA now, though. But recently, right? Recently, how long? How long like, you been living in LA? I've been in LA. Um, so I've been out there off and on, like bi coastal, for like uh, since 2013. And what brought you out to LA? Um, I was writing. Actually, sold my first show in 2014. And what was that? It was a cartoon. It was called Brightmore. It was about uh, Detroit. And it was, it was going to be like the Black South Park. And I remember uh, we had attached Diddy. We, we, we went out and got Diddy attached to it. And um, FX is who bought it. Shout out to those That's guys. That's dope. Yeah. How did that feel? What, how, what did that, you know, how did that change things for you? It blesses you. Yeah. You know? It, Were you like, this is it? Well, I uh, mean, you had other I mean, stuff before that. Well, yeah, but I think this was my first time. This was like my first executive producing role. I was going to star in it. You know, I was going to write it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, you know, I found out very, very quickly what the process was. So a lot of people are in Hollywood trying to sell stuff, and they have friends that have sold stuff. And most of the time, you've worked on somebody else's stuff, so you start to understand the business. I came straight in with an idea and sold it. That's amazing. So it is, but then the problem is... You know, now I, I didn't understand the notes process. Yeah, like, because like, you, you don't understand the creative castration exactly. that can happen. I'm like, what are they doing? Because, like, we sold it. It was about elementary school, and these kids would go out into the world and solve problems similar to South Park, but, like, from a black point of view. Right. And um, they were like, oh, we love it. We love it. You know, they bought it that day. And then we get into the process. You know, after the contracts are signed, you talk about 60 days later, we're finally getting the crack ground on having a kickoff. You know, and then it's like, oh, uh, why are they in a school? Oh, and no. Like, You're like, D don't. I'm like, because they're fucking fourth graders. Yeah. <laughs> and That's the, the whole point. The whole point was the school. We had a, the, the sizzle reel. Everything was a school. And they're like, really? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What did they want to change it to? They just wanted them in the street. Like, they wanted it, you know... You know how the PJs was not really centered in the school. They yeah. Wanted. And I'm like, yeah, that's the name of the show went from Brightmore Elementary to Brightmore because of them. I'm like, OK, so then it just became like, you know, I just learned the process, you know, like, you know, they have a certain way they see it. Yep. 
And, um, you know, and so at that time, that first idea, you're married to it. You are. And that it's, was my virginity it's heartbreaking. Idea. Oh, yeah. It's, and yeah. it's also like you have to check your ego because those those network notes aren't necessarily what's the greater good for the show. It's it's more, you know, what what's marketable. And I think for me at that time, I was so excited to be there that I was like, OK, we'll change it. And I drove myself crazy. Like, I was like literally like, you know. And so, um, but the money was good. And I'm like, man, if I can get a couple more of these, right. then I can move my family out to L.A. I can do some shit. And so um, I just got to get. Keep that close to you. Keep that microphone oh, close yeah. to you. Yeah. I just got to get my feelings. I, I, I got to get out of my feelings because I was like hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's the most heartbreaking industry. Like you literally, you have to set it and forget it. Yeah. You have, no. to, you have to like put your all into it and then walk the fuck away. It's yep. like having a child and leaving yeah. it early. No, seriously. You're like, it's good like, luck out in yeah. the woods. It's like having a reptile child who is automatically <laughs> able to like defend himself yeah, in the wild it is. and go eat mice. And you're like, well, bye. Don't eat the gray ones. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there you go. But no, like, so I just started to sell more and more shows. And, and how um, many shows have you sold? Like six. That's insane. So you're yeah. you're you're very creative. That's yeah. what that means. Like you yeah. come up with great original I have like ideas. A lot of crazy ideas. You well, know. you're also a puppeteer, which a puppeteer. honestly is one of the coolest things I think I've heard I about somebody. My down. I, you you travel with him? Of course, it's upstairs. Have you done like any in the street stuff with him? Not no, not yet. Oh. yeah, these French people are mean when they don't get it. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. like, yeah, just. <laughs> Pepe le Pew. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, ah, wah. <laughs> like I saw this chick outside doing a mean castaway, and you know what I'm saying? And I mean, like people were just blowing by it and i was like never meant never would be me never would be me i ain't trying for shit you know what i'm saying so yeah so, how are you liking out here have you been to montreal before i've been to montreal one time and i was out here i was on it was one of those deals where i came during party week Oof, and then which is next week yeah, right and then i was only here for like a day and a half that's like so, me too so, yeah so like i'm literally like walking through the lobby with my suitcase during the middle of a party Everybody, where are you going? I'm like, huh? Yeah, you're just like, I'm, 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 I'm in and out. I remember doing that too. You just walk in, you're like, what the? F-? Yeah. And you're just like seeing all of these huge comedians. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, there's Wanda Sykes, there's yep. Jimmy Carr, just, all these people, and then you're just like, uh, thrown into a couple shows, and then you go home. That yeah. was my last experience. You get chewed up and spit out. So I think that, you know, this time, you know, being here for, so we're here for like two weeks. Then yeah. It's just like it's it's a chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, our group is our group is cool. Yeah, yeah. Bobby and I was love saying our that. Show. Our, our show is show great. Is dope. It yeah, really yeah, is. Yeah. It's like everybody's complimenting, like you're fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I just man, I'm like a bigger bigger fan every time I see. Yeah. Oh man, thank you. Oh, man, you know, I appreciate that. Gotta be hundred. I I really do appreciate that. You're tell tell me about Reggie Boo. Reggie Bo. Bo. Right, I want. So. He's my boo. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't text you and let you know, but I call him Reggie Boo. Reggie <laughs> oh, Bo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Reggie Bo. Love you. Know, I like her, man. Her little dog and shit. You know what I'm <laughs> but um, so what happens is okay. So Reggie Bo was a character that I created way back in Detroit. A friend of mine was moving out of his apartment, and um, he was like a credit card scammer, right? Your friend or Reggie or your character? My friend. <laughs> my friend. Like he was like a hacker. Right? Wow. And um, so what he used to do was he used to. Um, like order random objects off the internet because it, what it had to be was a certain number amount, right? like a like, certain quantity. Like no, like I need two things. I need I need to spend eighty bucks on this card for it to go unnoticed from. So he was like see. doing stuff. So he would like just be scouring the internet, not trying to buy the same thing twice. So he bought some puppets, and they were like forty bucks a piece. And he needed the. They just came up to the right number. He didn't care what it was. 
And so he was getting kicked out of his apartment. He needed me to help him. And so I'm helping him move, man. I'm like, yo, what's this puppy? Like, man, some shit. I'm probably going to sell it or return it or do what I got to do. And I'm like, hey, let me have it. He was like, I don't give a fuck. Because I, I, when I ordered it, I didn't know that they didn't take, like, you can't refund or whatever. You know? Right. So I'm stuck. Yeah, with, how do you return a puppet? Exactly. You know, it's kind of weird. After you've been inside of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> well, um, try being a woman. That's what it's like, basically being a woman and just go, a dude's breaking up with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that little painful laugh. <laughs> ah, ah. No, but... um. <laughs> So I took it home, and uh, my my daughter, my oldest daughter, was like, she was like maybe like one and a half at the time, just like she was just super was just into me and loving yeah. what I did. So I got the puppet out, and she just was blew back. And so I started playing with him, and she loved it. And then my wife was loving it, and I was like, holy shit! So you realized I, you were a natural at it, right? So there was a dispensary that I used to do videos for, right, for like eighty bucks and two and two A's. Every two weeks, I would get a video, 80 bucks and two eggs. That's dope. And so I called them. I'm like, hey, y'all. And I used to always call them a lot, trying to get another video and some more weed. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, like, y'all need extra like, one this week? Right, exactly. So I was trying to think of anything. but And they were used to that. So they had got used to being like, CP, no. No. We, no. It's, I mean, <laughs> so I'm like, look, I, I, I got this puppet, right? <laughs> the puppet could be regular weed, right? And it could be mad at y'all. He's like, man, look. I'm like, fuck. All right, cool. So I did one pro bono. You know, um, uh, with the puppet, with the puppet, I I just did a video and I put them in it anyway, just to show them. And, and then it just took off. People loved it. And so then it became like I started doing series about him taking over different dispensaries. And then uh, everything stopped because I sold that show to with uh, to FX with Diddy. And then people were like, what else you got? And so then now they're scouring my shit and they're like, oh, what's this puppet thing? Bam. Sold that to TBS. And so now. We had to get a puppet rebuilt because we couldn't have a puppet that you could just buy. Right. It had to so be completely to, original. Right. So we had to make them completely original. So we ended up getting a new puppet. And then... Um, Is that the one that I saw in the videos yeah, you showed? Yeah. That's the new one? Because yeah. so he legit video, looks like a nug of weed. Yeah. The video you saw <laughs> is um, was the, the actual pilot. pilot. Yep. Right. It's so fucking funny. Thank you, man. And it's shot beautifully. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. almost like a, a music video. Yeah. Shout out to the director, Slick Naeem. He, uh, he, he directs, like, Power. It looks you know great, and it has, like, an edge to it. It definitely feels, like, it feels fresh, and it's also, you can tell there's there's a a, a little heart to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, I, it's, like, there, it's there's a human aspect to I it. I love him. He yeah. Loves, he loves me. <laughs> and um and so uh, he becomes, he's weed, and the idea <laughs> is that regular weed, the weed that we all started smoking back in the day, it knows us. Like, if that was your friend... Like, the shit that it knows about you, it could crush you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, because like, it can bring up some pretty... Right. It brings out your demons. Pretty dark Just as much as it makes it fun. Can, exactly. Here's a panic and attack so for 20 the minutes. the idea was that this Reggie Bo is, you know, he just knows everybody. So like, I would get pulled over by the cops, and then I'm scared, but then Reggie's like, Gary? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, he's like, oh, shit. He knows the cops. Exactly. And people who... Only people who've smoked... Only people who smoke Can see him. Can see him. It's so smart. the idea smart. is that, you know... Only people, only people who smoke and understand weed, because it's, it's it's really smoking and understanding weed, right? It is because like you know you could tell when someone's high because their eyes are red or the way they're acting or their smell, right? But if you don't smoke, you may not really understand those. You things. might think they're socially right. inept, right? So Reggie is the personification of all those things, right? Right. So that was phase one to get people to understand what his kind of what he was about, right? What he represented, right? So they didn't pick the pilot up. 
unfortunately, which is crazy because people love the pilot. Oh, yeah, the they, pilot's great. Yeah, they didn't pick it up. And it was, you know, it was it was cool because I still know a lot of the executives over there and we work in different areas. Yeah. So um, phase two was to when people understood the rules to put Reggie into the world as a regular guy. Right, so like him he, out living life. Right, where so now he's having relationships with girls, and you know he's like like real women. Through, yeah, <laughs> like going through breakups and shit, and you know saying yeah, like, like you personify him exactly. And so now people understand the rules. So everybody you see around him, you know they smoke or understand weed or whatever. Right, and, and if they don't smoke, then they'll tell you like Reggie, I don't smoke because our, there are friends of ours who don't smoke who are around weed enough to know it. Yeah, and it's that kind of yeah. idea. <laughs> um so yeah check them out on youtube go to uh comedian cp type in comedian cp yep. on youtube and i have a ton of reggie bow videos where you'll see the one we're talking about the pilot but then you just see him just being you know a person yeah like existing forget. out in, in the right, world right and are, what are you gonna do are you gonna shop it around um you're gonna keep you're just gonna produce it yourself i don't know it's crazy like i had i got a call from some people in the jim henson company uh, like, uh, like a couple That's of fucking crazy. Right, 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 right. Right after we sold the pilot and before we made it, they called me in and they just wanted to talk to me and, you know, about my purpose, like uh, about my purpose, about my puppet cursing. Your purpose. Right. My purpose. I, was gonna say <laughs> I thought you were going to say your purpose. About my cursing <laughs> as Reggie and how they felt like, you know, they were just like, you know, anything I needed, if I needed some help, whatever. But just, you know, puppets don't really curse. Puppets are kind of like, and I'm like. And what did you say? Like, they told you was, this on the phone? No, face-to-face. Like, they called me over Christmas break. I flew back out to L.A. I went in. I saw all the original Fraggle Rocks. Oh, my all, God. I'm talking about, like, real shit. Like, did you see the dozers? What? The, uh, Are you serious? You think I didn't look, you, you think I didn't the look at the goddamn people. dozers? Everybody. Oh, my God. Yes. I would have lost my mind. Did, they they, had, did like, you smell them? No, I didn't smell them. I would have smelled them. It probably smells like no, childhood. No, I didn't smell them. Oh, okay. So, they, um... They were really nice. And so we ended up, I ended up doing another pilot that I did with. But wait, wait, wait. How did you feel about them telling you puppets don't swear? Oh, I mean. Like, what did you honestly say you know back to crazy? them? You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is I felt like, um, and I don't want to say it's the whole company. It's one particular guy. You it's know always right, one right. guy. Because um, Jim Henson might be cool with my shit. I don't know. You right. Know but, Someone um, tells me because of Jim Henson's other work, he's got, he had some darkness yeah, and yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, a sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, 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 Anybody sure. who thinks about, you know, has a job, a, a career art where they put hands up fake creatures asses must have a great sense of humor You're talking to a puppeteer i know so. to <laughs> and a i know you sniffer. have a great sense of humor talking so. to the digit sniffer, <laughs> digit sniffer. <laughs> so <laughs> so um <laughs> i was okay sidebar i was watching yes. uh comedians in cars with eddie and um seinfeld last night yep and i was, the story about bill cosby and him and how bill cosby was telling him like you got to do it like this and you got to do it like that um First of all, I was honored to be on their radar. Like, oh, shit. That's, I mean, that in of itself, you're like, okay, I'm doing yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. Because they're they're legends, especially right. in that. Sp- I mean, exactly. obviously, it's, it's a niche uh, genre as far as, like, entertainment goes. Like, puppeteering and puppets and all of that. And they are the name. I can't, I couldn't even name anybody else. He told me a lot of things. They, mar- like, they cornered that market. Yeah, he was like, bro, you, like, who, who trained you? I'm like, nobody. And he's like, wow. You just were, you naturally. I naturally picked it up. And, and when I saw you, my kid identify with it, and, you know, my wife says that back when we were in college, I used to play with her like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I used to just like creep out of nowhere. <laughs> you were like, already mm-hmm. animated. <laughs> Jurassic Park is my <laughs> <laughs> and She's like, stop. I'm like, are you watching a movie? 
Like, nah! You know what I'm saying? You know? Um, so I've always been like very hand expressive. Like, yeah. I, like, like, like always do the um, the alligator in the lake dap. That's like my that's like my signature dap. I call it the alligator in the lake. Yeah. Like, watch this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Like, it just looked like a peaceful place. I was place, scared to go at it. A peaceful place to dap. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I was lurking in there. But anyway, so um, I just felt like, man, you know, y'all don't know what, what, what my plan is. And they and don't re- see your vision. Right. And I respect you guys. And I just, I, I, I didn't even verbalize this. I was just like, you know, I'm going to do it my way. Yeah, because their puppets don't swear. Right. Yours do. Right. That's that's the difference. Right. But I mean, but, but you also have to respect the fact that their puppets paved the way for what we know and what we are. So like, I know puppets because I grew up with puppets. Right. Because I grew up with their shit. I mean, there's that, that was so magical. But imagine, you know, you know what I want? I want Sesame Street, but they're all grown up. Oh, yeah. Like, and like Miss got Piggy's problems. got on her third kid. Yeah. yeah from everybody yeah, around the block. Yeah. You see Kermit's Bert a Ernie, heroin addict. Burden Ernie at Pride Week having an <laughs> argument. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Like Snuffleupagus yeah, is skinny. Yeah. He's like on a vegan diet. Well, Snuffleupagus has been snuffing the uppercase. Yes. You know what yeah. Saying? He's and he's he's like, in rehab. I'm not on that shit, Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on that. You are, Snuffy. You are. <laughs> Big Bird's like a evangelical, uh, <laughs> evangelical. Man, Big Bird got creature. a podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's called it's called in my nest. You know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> it's your good lonely friend bird <laughs> were you We're always in good with voices um, like but you know what's crazy not impressions but like I'm good at creating characters that I I create the like Reggie Bo right right so like I have another character named Lionel right yeah what's now, he Lionel is he's like from like the tri-state New York style oh, area oh so my, my, my people yeah and he's just like one of those he's like you know He's just uh he's so Lionel's like super ugly, but he doesn't he doesn't acknowledge that. He just thinks that, you know, girls out here is just on some bullshit. Just stuck up. You know what I'm saying? So he's like stuck up. So he's he's always like explaining a story where he ended up looking bad and he doesn't see it like that. So he like said, Baby girl, was like, Oh, come to her house or whatever. Try to get to her little house or whatnot, little brownstone, very cute, you know, whatnot. So, you know, I walk in or whatever. Baby girl's like, oh, oh, you know, Lionel, um, something happened with my lights or whatever. I'm like, what's up or whatever? She's like, I think it might be a blackout. I look out in the hallway. I'm like, no, because the lights are pretty much on or whatever. Like, everybody, you know, I kind of found your address pretty easy and whatnot. She's like, oh, well, maybe I didn't pay the bill or whatever. I'm like, well, bitch, you know if you didn't pay the bill, like, if you paid the bill or not or whatever. And she's like, well, I want to go on a date or whatnot or whatever. And I'm really thinking about, you know, possibly, like, putting out or whatnot. But, you know, like... I can't do anything because the meat in my refrigerator is going to like spoil or whatever. And I didn't even look in the fridge. I'm like, well, how do you even, how, how are you affording meat? You can't even pay your bills or whatever. Like, are you affording meat? <laughs> so, but she's like, well, I'm like, well, how much is it or whatever? She's like, oh, I don't even want to embarrass you and whatnot and tell you how much it is. I'm like, well, you're not embarrassing me, you know, because my lights are kind of on or whatever, right? My lights are kind She's like, oh, well, you know, because I, I didn't even plan on wearing any underwear or whatever. I, I, I really just was planning on really having a, like a lot of sex with you or whatever, like very, very, like very, very good sex or whatever. So I'm like, oh, shit. Very, very good sex. I'm like, oh, baby girl. I'm like, so how much is the bill or whatever? Like, tell I know now, right? <laughs> She's like, oh, it's 730 right now. I'm like, so like, what is that? Like, like your credit score? Like, what do you mean 730? <laughs> like 730 or whatever. I'm like, in the Bronx, baby girl? <laughs> For the light bill, like how long has it been off or whatnot? She's like, I don't, you know, maybe today, maybe a couple of weeks, I don't know. I'm like, baby girl, here, take the seven fifty. Let's pay it right now on my card or whatever. Oh my God. So, 
the lights come on or whatever. <laughs> Katie is crying. The lights come on or whatever, and then she sees me, and she's like, oh! <laughs> I'm like, what's up, baby? She's like, I, didn't, I, I forgot how you looked or whatever. Like, what do you mean you forgot how to do whatever? Like, I just paid the fucking bill or whatever. And she's like, oh, but you have, like, a weird mouth and whatnot. I'm like, what do you mean I have a weird mouth? She's like, you look like... You know, like you can like put like a baby taco like right there, like a small baby taco like right on your little a small baby taco lip or whatever. And I'm like, a baby taco. She's like, yeah, you look like you look like you you like literally like were chewing on a boomerang before you came here, or whatever. <laughs> and so I'm like, so are we not doing the sex or whatever? I don't understand. She's like, oh, I just, I mean, if you want to, we can, but I really don't want to. And I'm like, whoa, bitch, I, I'm not gonna rape you, so you can. So I just, you know, I just, I left and I thought about it on, on the train right home. I'm like, yo, like, that was like very, very godly of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, to like, you know, give her light. You feel me? Like, you know, God was like, let there be light. And I let there be light for her. So, you know, I really hope she gets her stuff together or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's very unfortunate. You, you know, are very that, godly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. And so. Did you just make all of that up? All of it. So, so I do those at least like God. once or twice a week to Lionel and then I put out a little comic strip of it. Yeah. And so they're like one minute long and you know, they're like, it's like, um, puppet animation. And so you just see Lionel, you see his point of view and then people, you know, just people like that too. And it's, I think I like, it's like that, that South Park thing, even that Simpsons thing where it's something that's childlike, but with the, um, Adult perspective. Exactly. You gotta be careful of your phone because it gives feedback on that oh, box. No, no. You keep it away from that thing. Okay. Yeah, right. put it like gotcha. over on that side. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Um, are you pulling him up? I was gonna show you what the what the cartoon strip. You uh, put it. Looks like. So do you yeah. put it out on YouTube as well? Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on my Instagram. Um, because I mean, like I said, like I used to do it with. So this is like the the. Oh my god. It's like that Snapchat. Yeah. The the one it looks like a British dude. <laughs> what did you do like when So when they take the filter away because that's it that is a Snapchat filter. Yeah, that's a Snapchat filter. What are you going to do when they take it away? Right, well they do. And so what I do is I've actually I got with this animator um and Does he animate and you tape animated, it and then he animates it after? He's animating Damn. the face. And so like this is what they look like when they animate. It's called Life of Lionel. Oh my god, that's so fun. So he actually makes it like a cartoon. That's yep. that's even more funny. That's great. Yep. What what was it like growing up in Detroit? What did your parents do for work that you got into um, comedy and being funny? Uh man, you know what's crazy? I had real young, cool ass parents. Yeah. And so I feel like when you got young, cool ass parents, like both of them were like mega popular in high school. Like my dad had a car when he was uh, like a freshman. He said, my afro was motherfucking immaculate. That's, the, that's his words, not the mine. Immaculate afro. Immaculate. My motherfucking afro, you know. And um, I remember just trying to live up to how cool he was. You know, like my mom was mad cool. I'll tell you her story in a minute. But like my dad was like, yeah, you know, he went to like one of the worst high schools in, in our area. Um, just as far as like, you know, reputation. Yeah. It was called Redford. And so he was like, yeah, man, my first day, this is my dad's life. My first day of walking to high school, he's telling me not to be scared to go to high school because this is how his shit went. Right. My first day of walking to high school, um, my motherfucking afro was immaculate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, uh, I'm driving because, you know, like he had six brothers. So I just took my brother's car up there. I ain't, have, I ain't trying to catch no fucking bus. No, I you can't even saying? imagine that. He's like, uh, you know, then uh, I'm... I met this senior girl, and her name was Victoria. 
uh, beautiful, long ass hair, high waist jeans and shit. She's like, "Oh, you a freshman?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay, I'm a senior, right?" Next thing I know, we're fucking in the bathroom on the toilet. <gasps> He's like, "Bro, high school is the shit." <laughs> This my is your dad, dad. This is my dad. I'm my dad. And that was ninth grade. That was ninth grade. Like, I got four more years. I need to survive. Like, I, like, dad, like, he's like, what do you mean they don't want to fuck you? I'm like, they, do, they don't want to, like, I'm not. I can't imagine I, that when I was in high school. Oh, my God. He was like, man, please, you got to. But like, my dad was, like, tall and shit. You yeah, know confident. So confident. He, what did he, he do for work? Um. Well, I mean, you know, I'm going to tell you, when you have cool ass parents, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when they were like high school, cool as fuck. Yeah. You know, um, they, lose, they lose a little steam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as things, as things, you know, go, as, you as know, age progresses and time know, goes because on. I, because I think that here's the thing. I think that that they run out of places to be that cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like high school was a great place to show up to every day. Yep. To be cool, and it became some people's like real thing. Yep. You know? Like for example. Uh, my mom in high school, the first year that they took the uh, the SATs, like the college entry exams or whatever, like they had changed it. Maybe it was the first year, the ACT or something like that. Yeah. Um, they were doing like news coverage at Mumford, which is the school that I went to and that she went to. Um, I went to her same high school, the same high school as Eddie Murphy in, um, in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Mumford, wow. Yep, yep. Yeah. So that was our that was our real high school. And um news coverage was there right these beautiful students are taking their college entry exam it's they have a picture <laughs> that was in the school paper that still is was in they tore down Mumford and built a new one so i might not be there anymore but this is my mother all you see is a bunch of afros <laughs> taking this test right they're all down right and then you see a girl over by the window like in the seat nearest to the window doing her nails like this <laughs> is that your mom and that's my mom like while everybody is like was she done with the test or did, was she just like fuck it she was like fuck it good for her you know because those standardized like, tests are the worst yeah you cannot standardize education that's one of the biggest downfalls of this country yeah. is allowing the government to standardize our education system because all they've done is put it in a direction that makes people not have any chance finding a job mm -hmm. afterwards. I mean, wh who helps kids get jobs after college? Right. They're, f they're riddled with debt. They have right. to work in these shitty ass jobs. Like, I don't blame your mom for being like, fuck this yeah, standardized right. test. This but isn't going to help sure me. I'm sure at 17, she didn't have that view at all. She just was <laughs> like, fuck it. But when you, what I said all that to say that when you have cool ass parents, you can't get away with shit because they've done it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So And they know it all. Or exactly. So when I learned that at an early age, I just started going like mad straight and narrow. Like, I became, like, really? the super responsible one, like, you know, top-notch grades, and I just, I was into everything ac academic. I didn't really play sports. I play, like, I play academic games. I, like, set records in <laughs> Michigan for academic games. Um, like, what kind of ap academic games? Like, uh, like math meet games. Oh, I was terrible um, at math. Oh, I was a Oh, I was terrible. It was just, but, you know, what's crazy is that being in all those smart classes put me in the room with the kids that had the higher IQs and out making them laugh every day it gave me no competition because there would never be a class clown in the honors class. Right. Except for if you had class with CP. Right. So now it's like, you know, my jokes even coming out of high school were so smart. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like they, you know, they were, they were connecting, you know? And so I just, 
you know, my parents, um, one thing they always said, they had, they, both of them had to sneak and listen to old prior albums, right? Like sneak in the basement. So, so they really, pr- they protected you from a lot. Well, yeah. So they they're protecting me. you from prior. They're protecting no, you. No, 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 no. They had to sneak, but they said that they wanted to just let me. So like, I just, I was able to listen to prior. Like, I used to get prior albums for Christmas. Yeah, like, I listened I, to him as a kid too. Yeah, I, I listened to a lot of Eddie, like yep. Eddie Murphy Raw, like more so Raw than Delirious is because only because when Delirious came out, they were on Delirious. But I was young when Raw came out. I was a little older, and you could sort of relate to it a little I bit more. Sort of yeah, and I remember seeing like Ashley Banks. In the little opening thing, yep. the bug, you know, it was like, you know, from Cosby Show. And um, I just, you know, it, I just really liked making people laugh early on. And they, and my, like my mom encouraged, like my mom was just, my mom is like the bully, like the alpha girl. Right. She uh, likes to talk a little shit. Oh, of, like all her friends and yeah. shit. Like, you know, she like fights and shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, so I remember one time, like my aunt. She was dating this guy. His name was like Randy or something like that. And I was like eight years old. He came in with, he had on this outfit. He had on like some dress pants, some suspenders, <laughs> like an over pea coat, and one of those big ass apple hats. Oh, shit. Right? And so he walked Randy in. Randy coming through. He walked fresh. In, he walked in and eight years old. I was like, extra. Like, <laughs> like he was selling newspapers. <laughs> Man, you know, Did they, they lose oh, it? they got the reference crazy and they, you know, they just got it. They lost their mind. Yeah. My mom was like, ah, and my mom was like, he needs some respect. My mom was like, shut up, bitch. It's let fucking, son, you know what I'm saying? Funny. Yeah. When was the first time you stepped on stage and did actual stand up? Uh, 2009, June 30th. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because what happened was, um, you know, I had, a. Uh, was this in Detroit? Yeah. I was yeah. writing, I was writing commercials. That's right, because you worked at an advertising agency. Yeah, I worked in advertising. And um, I just did the Walmart Christmas commercial, right? And it was a big deal. It was a national spot, um, but it was a a lot of competition to get that spot because this is the biggest company in the world, and this is their biggest shopping day. And this is they they take Christmas season very seriously. They put a lot of money into that. And so, and I and I'll show you the commercial, you know, when we get done or whatever. So, I did all of this. I wrote a song for it. I did all this stuff. And then, you know, award season comes around, you know, and even if we win, which we didn't win, but the CEO goes up and he accepts the award. So there's an actual like award ceremony going on. If you watch Detroiters, um, shout out to the crew, uh, you know, uh, you know, Jason, yeah. and Jason and Lauren and Tim and Sam and Joe and Zach. Um, if you watch that show, though. I was a writer on the show, but I come from advertising background. Yeah. So like a lot of that stuff, like they would be like, CP, how was it? I'm like, this is what it was like. Yep. We had the D show awards and that's in the show. We had, you know, you know, we messed with Campbell Ewald and donor and you know, all of that's in the show. Yeah. It's real. But yeah, like we had, there's an awards because Detroit is a hotbed for um, marketing. I didn't know that because of the big three, the big three is in Michigan, motor city. So we got all their headquarters, general motors, um, uh, for and Chrysler, right? And so those are like the most commercialized, um, like products, pretty much in the country. Yeah, is, is those are cars. definitely American companies. Yep. Right After there. that, it's like cigarettes and some other shit. <laughs> God you know bless America. Right. Ford trucks, Pol- Ram trucks, pollute you know the world and your lungs simultaneously. Exactly. Ford, smoke a Ford. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> Eliminate the middleman. <laughs> but um, so I just I 
I, I needed some recognition for myself. Yeah, just I, to, like like encouragement. Well, no, I needed to pe- for people to know what kind of genius that I felt right. like I was. Right. And I'm like, dude, they don't even know. Like, you know, and I felt like I having was, your name, having some credit. Yeah, and I was battling it at work, you know, with a lot of other creatives feeling like I was hot shotting it. You know what I'm saying? Or they made I, you feel like you were hot shotting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, you're always just trying to, you know, like just give it up. You're not gonna you know what I'm saying? Like it was that kind of deal. And so, um Is our weed delivery coming? Yeah. Answer it. Answer that weed delivery. That's important. Hello? We're we're answering our weed delivery. Hello? We just ordered some from the dispensary. <laughs> this is the delivery? You yeah. guys are here? No, no, no. I just wanted to confirm the address because uh, not, uh I just wanted to confirm. We're at the Double Tree. Yep, yeah, we're at the Double Tree uh, by Hilton. It's in Montreal. Okay. And then... um. We need weed. We're in room 11... 15. 11, 15. We can okay, say that. That, well, that, yeah, yeah, that's my room, but I'm down, I'm down here at a fucking party. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so the, the room number is 1115? 1115, yep. Okay, so, um, you, know, you expect a text or a phone call soon? Uh, I think it's going to be around 25 minutes. Let it up. Let's get it. All right. Okay, sir. All right. Excuse me. He had no idea. I love when I say, like, you know, like, <laughs> real hood slang to, like, straight up. He's like, straight absolutely. Straight like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's, let's roll the dice. Straight as it can get. You were like, bet <laughs> it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would like to throw 20s on red. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have anything. Ward so, show. <laughs> oh, right. So, um, well, no, I just, I, I needed that. Like, they were really on my head, like, you know. But isn't advertising competitive? Isn't that what it's yeah, supposed to be but, like? But here's what it was. It was like, you think you're so funny. And you're like, yeah, I am. Yeah, but it was like. Like that, people jealous? I, I don't even want to say jealous. It was just like, um, I got sick of being, I wanted to be seriously funny. Like, I, like, I wanted to be like, wear my comedian shit like a letterman. Like, it was time to yeah, join the gang, for right. real. Instead of being like, on the adjacent side of comedy. Yeah. Because, I mean, marketing, in the, there's all aspects of emotions involved, but comedy obviously being one of them, you wanted to be right in the middle of it. Yeah, and it's like, you know... Um, and you got up in Detroit, like, what club? Uh, this place called Boss Life Lounge. A guy named Foolish was hosting. Foolish? You know Foolish? No, but I love okay. the name. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> People Foolish. call me Foolish. Yeah, Foolish. Uh, who was there? Foolish, Mike Bonner, Kool-Aid. What kind of room? Is it an urban room? Oh, urban is Yeah, fuck. with Foolish and Kool-Aid, I would yeah, assume yeah, yeah, yeah. so. And so I um, I went, asked Foolish for five minutes. He's, he didn't want to give it to me, but the owner liked me. So she's like convinced him. She's like, yeah, he's cool. Ooh, a female owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rare. Her. That's still yeah, a rarity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think like her, 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 her old man was locked up, so it was like a like a Dick Cheney situation. But she yeah. owned that bitch though. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. So, um, fuck Dick Cheney. It was like a uh, yeah. Fuck Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah. It's fuck like Dick a Biden. Biden. Fuck that old white dude. The yeah. old. It's, it's Biden's <laughs> creepy too. But I'm just you know I gotta give you know you get props to Obama. You gotta throw Biden. Yeah, in you gotta there. throw Biden in a couple yeah, bones. That's yeah, his homeboy. That's that's, that's Obama's BFF. How do chicks feel about that? Like when like like a super hot dude who y'all like come through and he got his goofy ass homeboy like somebody's got to fuck his boy. Like Yeah, girl, someone's got someone's got to fuck his boy and it's usually the goofy friend. The goofy girl so the goes with the goofy dude. Somebody got to fuck his boy. Yeah. Oh shit. I didn't yeah. know that. Yes. 
Damn. Let's take it. You don't think we don't take one for the team? I don't, because I, I feel like we the ones who got to be like, you know, I guess, yeah. You, you guys, we take our we take sloths in our time for sure. Damn. You know, but that's a, it's an era. Like, you don't, I'm not doing that now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not like out there just like giving some guy with lazy eye and halitosis the pee. You know, I'm not tossing the kitty cat to him, but no, like no, 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 maybe but in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying in your twenties. Yeah, like, you, you might know, just wanna. Yeah. I ain't got no name. It's like what? Yeah, Mama said, "Fuck it, I'd be dead by 20. <laughs> but you also don't. Haven't you done the thing in your past? I know you've been with your lady for a long time, but like, did you ever do the thing where you you hooked up with somebody just because of the way they looked, and then it was so bad? Oh yeah. Like there, it was just. I hooked up with this one guy once, and it was so bad. He was so beautiful, but I was bone dry. Like he was such a beautiful man, and my I think my pussy just didn't trust it. She was like, you know, serial killers are sometimes attractive. You ever but see you know the bone structure of serial killers? And yeah. she was like, <laughs> you know what's crazy though, is that like number one, like it's been chicks that my dick would not let me fuck, and I didn't understand what was wrong. Because he loves you. He's, he's, he's protecting like, no, you. No, no. And I'm like, you should do a Why? dick puppet. You should do a dick puppet. I shouldn't. You should. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> you're scaring me. But no. But no. Anyway, hold up. So, yes. foolish brings me up. Yep. To TP, not CP. T. TP. Which I get. I get oh my god! I'm gonna I tell get. Bobby to introduce you as TP tonight. Oh, that'd be dope. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, Bobby already licks the mic stand before I. Go I mean, up. I know we've got STDs yeah. from Bobby licking our stand. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's deep throating it. Yeah, he's deep. He's not just it. licking it, and you have to go up first. Yeah, but I always say the fucking mic smells like dick sucks. It does. <laughs> and they love what I say. That, so they I do. Like, it's in such it. a great yeah. pop for yeah. that. Yeah, it gets, it it gets you right into it. It works. Keep on deep throating mics. Yeah, Bobby. Go, ahead, go ahead, Bobby. Um, but yeah, I go Foolish up. brings you up to TP. I go up. I roast Foolish. I'm like, that's not Good. my name. You know, and Foolish, you know, whatever. And then uh, I get a standing ovation. You did, Your first time? First time. And, so and you I, were hooked. Oh, I, I go back the next week, right? Like fucking uh, syringe in arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I got people who know me. Oh, you're that one kid who talked about um, uh, pothole pussies. And I was like, oh, yeah. Pussies. Yeah, because I was oh, like, God, you know, please never let me be described as one of those. Oh, no. I was talking about if there's a kind of pussy where the girls are um, are doing the exercises where, 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 where they can tighten the front of it. Oh, yeah. So you're going in like, oh, my God. But then you fall in and chip a tooth. So I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, boom. Like I hit a pothole. <laughs> anyway, um, guys like that. They, they really loved it. <laughs> I made a lot of fans. My Relatable. First show. Yeah, right. So um, that's that's pothole pussy guy. You want a drink? No, I don't drink. You don't I, drink? I never drink. Um, not, but it's not like for no religious purposes, nothing like that. I just don't like me when I'm drunk. I yeah. love me when I'm high. I love me when I'm high too. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so um, shout out to these guys. Yeah, shout out to ABX keeping us high during the podcast. New new sponsor. ABX. Always be. Jackson. So, <laughs> so um, I get drunk before your second before set. Before my set, Ooh. off of off of a Heineken and a half, and I'll admit that I was fried. <laughs> I'm like, what are these again? What are these guns? <laughs> this got to be a special kind, right? They're like, no, it's a Heineken light. It's like, fuck. I'm I love those beers. To the wind, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I get up, forget all my jokes, get like. Roasted by some dude in the audience. Oh Couldn't damn! Catch it. I tried to roast him. I said he was like a big old fat dude. Like, shut up! You like three dudes hugging, right? 
which only fueled him more. And he was next. He was a comedian. Oh shit! And that's just that's bad on his part. Destroyed me, and I had invited my mom and a couple of my aunts because I just got to stand in O at this place. Yep. I'm like, mom, I'm golden here. <laughs> like, <laughs> come through <laughs> and witness what it is, you know. And my mom is cool, so she's like, you know. <laughs> Uh, she's like, you know, she's just in there, just is. She's like, you sure you want to do this? You sh- like before or even after? He's like, you little gay bitch. You talk about me. I'm like, I'm not even gay. Like, my mom was like, is he gay? I was like, no, nah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, he's, is he gay? Like, Fuck. Is this how our son is coming out? Oh my god, this fat guy brought our son out. He drug him out of the closet. How do your parents feel now? They must. I mean, obviously they're proud. Are they still oh, together? Oh man, no, no, no. They're best friends, but they're not together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're like each other's cool equal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, um, but you know, no. Like my mom is just. They're just they're just them. They have a crazy relationship. Like my dad's married. My mom's not. But like my mom just calls my dad at random times a day. Like, what are you doing? Listen, uh, I need you to come over here to help me mow this lawn. And my dad's like, Does he? Oh. And I'm like, Dad, that's, why are you that's doing so that? nice, though. I was like, man, you know, it's your mother, man. You know, she get on my goddamn nerves. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> How does his new wife feel about it? Like, oh, they've been together for since I was like 13. So they it's over 20 something years. Her and my mom have like fought, then they've got back cool. Yeah. And then she she had my little sister because I've been the only child forever. Then my little my dad had a, a there's daughter. that co- comedian recipe. That's oh, what I was yeah. looking for. That little comedy yeah. recipe. Dan yeah. Soder and I were talking about it. Only child. It's like either dead dads, divorce. My mom moved in the neighbor's dad. It's a, it's in that area yeah, 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 where yeah. the boiling starts for the comedian. Oh, yeah. You just come out like, <laughs> yeah, yep. You're born a you're born I was a born demon into this shit, and so um, <laughs> you were meant for it. I was. I remember it was a time where I mean, her and my mom would fight on sight, like, like on sight, like Peter Griffin and that chicken. No, on sight. I remember no. one time, uh, and I, you know what? It's just like that's why I hate to see girls fight now. Cause I think I, I, do you I, really hate it? Cause I cause it's <laughs> it's traumatic. I can't enjoy it like all the other guys. Cause I've seen my own mom's titty get ripped out and be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? It's like, did you intervene at all? Hell no! I was in the car like, mom, no, she's cool. I like her. <laughs> to your mom, to your dad's <laughs> new wife. <laughs> yeah. They, oh my god! And they've made up. Oh yeah, they've made up. That's, cool. that's powerful. They're cool. That's man. really powerful. They're cool, man. And what was a time in your career where like? you felt really proud. I'm sure, you know, obviously with the puppeteering and even, you know, just being at the JFL, but was there a moment you remember early on where you were just like, you, you wanted to bring it to your mom or your dad to be like, look, look what I did. I remember when I sold that show. The first one. Right. And I think like, um, I had a writing partner at the time, so we had to split the writing fees. I think the, my fee was like 90 grand, right? And so we were at a restaurant and I was like, hey, everybody listen up. Who was at the restaurant? Who? Who was with you? Okay, so it was like my mom, uh, my grandfather, my dad might have been there because you know him and her are not together, but like, you know, it's still the family functions, yeah. yeah. Um, my aunts, my little cousins, you know. Just, wow, yeah. Right. Listen up, everybody. Uh, I know you all have been worried about me because I've been borrowing money from everybody forever. <laughs> uh, I've been broke as fuck. <laughs> but uh, just so you guys know, um, I am officially executive producer. I just sold my first show. And, uh, you know, um, this is the beginning of something that's going to be pretty special. And I remember my aunt, uh, my aunt was like, how do you know you sold it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, because I, because I, they, so they told you that you sold the show. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so 
Where's the money? I was like, well, I didn't get the money yet. But you signed. Well, no, I didn't sign. There's still so you didn't sign, <laughs> and you didn't get any money yet. And I was like, well, no, I didn't. <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to have a moment. She was like, I'm going to tell you something. Don't let these people take advantage of you now. I'm telling you right now. And I'm just like, oh, man, it just, it was so fucked up. I was like, damn, like. There's some truth to what she's saying, but it it was, was, the timing it was, was terrible because you were trying terrible. to have right. a, like a, a, you know, a pinnacle moment with your family because right. you knew what it was going to be. But yeah. there, I have to tell you, on her point, there's been so many times where I've, where I've gone to my mom like, Mom, I'm about to sell this thing. We're going to go to Hawaii. You know, and then they're like, nope. And I'm like, Mom, we're not going to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to Ohio. <laughs> We're going to Iowa. Oh man, yeah. And you know, and, and I have had heartbreaks like that, and I get it. And I think that what makes us comedians is the fact that like I'm talking about like like Whitney and Bobby. Like we just keep showing back up. Yeah, like yeah. got any more? Like yeah, what else you got? I fucking love you. You can't stop it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what makes us, you know, we're like strong in it yeah. because of that you know it, it's, it's it's that uh relentless ambition yeah yeah it's like it, what's next all right this isn't gonna work yep. what else do you got and it's like it's so hurtful like you know what I'm saying? like <laughs> you know like you ever see those movies where like oh you just keep getting hurt it's like yeah. i don't need more i need another <laughs> you know what i'm saying so um but yeah man then i you know but now it's like man you know i remember my mom first came to my come to my condo in la like i live in the hills I just got a Benz, and she's just like, oh. I remember she walked in, and my shoe collection is in my garage. It's on racks. That's some real shit. Oh, and she was like, well, excuse me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're making me hate myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just know how to, you know, she, they know how to keep me humble, man. <laughs> right, you feel me? Oh, she knows. No, nah, she really knows. Don't try to leave there without any shoes. Oh, my. You're I like, no, no, it. no. It's not going to happen. Man, dude, you know. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> that's really nice. Well, at least your parents get to witness that, you know, so many people don't have that gift of being able to share the fruits of their labor with the ones they, that they love right. due to like, whatever, you know, that's one thing I'm grateful for before my dad passed, he got to see me achieve so much yeah. that that, you know, at least I, I feel calm in that knowing that he saw me attempt something and succeed at yeah. it. And that's like, that's so Man, you don't, you know, like I, my grandfather's getting really old. And he's like my last grandparent left. Yeah. And so he's like the one that saw me grow up to be an adult. The rest of them kind of they fell off when I was younger. And it's like, um, I'm, well, they I didn't say they fell off. Well, like, I was like, like, will they fall off the chair? No, Are they, they okay? just like broke as fuck the, the, out here. The, the, like, the, the, I fell off, baby. I ain't what I She's used in to the alley smoking. No, 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 they're dead. <laughs> but um, but you know. I guess I, I wish they were in the alley smoking. Yeah, because you know at least that you could go visit. You go visit. You go visit and be like, hey, go visit and go grandma. Smoke. Yeah, you go um, hang out with them. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like my mom came to set on Detroiters one time and something small, but like she fell asleep watching. And she, she was like, and she went back and told my dad, she was like, it's not what we thought. Really? She was like, they're working them too hard. He did it 40 fucking times and they're asking him to do it again. And then, you know, and, 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 and bless his heart. He's coming up with new jokes every time. And they're just like, they want it. And I'm like, you people are ridiculous. That was a great take. You know, just like, <laughs> Mom. but it's like, you know, so for her to say like, oh, you work so hard. Yeah. That for me was like, oh, shit, Mom, I got to call you back. I'm call you back. I got to go cry in the you closet. I got to go right. cry in the closet. Because, you know, it was like, man, I just, you know. A, a, a huge part of a comedian's life 
is us being looked at like slackers. Yes. And people just assume that we are because of the way we work. Mm -hmm. They assume that we're slackers. And I don't know if you've come across this, but I remember my agents being like, you better slow down on the weed. Do you know how, how, like, how much I get done yeah. get be- when I'm high? Yeah. I get more done when I'm high than y'all do on your cocaine lunches. Like, I'm doing good. I'm fine. You know, cut to me, like, waking up at noon, like, I missed an appointment. No, but, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just fucking that, around. I had a meeting <laughs> today. I asked y'all to see me reminders. <laughs> I can't do this shit. <laughs> Uh, I've been there and I, I be feeling bad, but I'm like, fuck y'all. y'all know, yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, I'm a creator. <laughs> I'm stressed. What do we need to meet for? Everybody needs so many meetings. <laughs> what uh, would you say to like somebody, maybe um, like a young male or female from Detroit wanting to get into this industry, maybe has like, you know, a creative edge or is it a natural performer? What would you say to them? And essentially you'd be saying it to yourself as a, as a child to, to, motivate them to to allow them to know that the dream is possible um i would really truly tell them to stop dreaming and just go get it right now like go do it right like the thing that people don't understand is that people are just scared to climb the steps that's it yeah because you see all your friends you know you, you might have a friend that's on step seven you might have another friend that's on step 13 you might have another friend that was born on step 15 right you know what i'm saying and so those are the white people yeah you feel <laughs> me? and so you look at it you like fuck man I don't, you know i gotta climb these stairs but so a lot of people just stay on the ground floor right yeah but when you step on step one there's a reward for that and people don't understand that. Like, you know, you step on step one and you get something. Yep. You know, you step on step two and then you get something because of where you put yourself and you being in that position gave you the opportunity to have this, you know, this thing come. So that's an know, important thing to remember. Yeah, I waited so long to start and then I started so strong that the only thing that used to wake me up at night is the fact that I knew that I could have did this shit 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like, I, I relate to that. I was this funny back then and I didn't even try. But you are where you're meant to be at the time you're right, there. Right. I you definitely know? gained some experiences that, you know, that helped me to be a different type of person. You know what I'm saying? I always say it like this. Um, <laughs> life is like a color run. Have you, have you ever heard of the color run where you put on a white T-shirt, white shorts, and then you run through these obstacles, and every obstacle you get like a new color no. on you? And have you heard of it? Yeah. Kate, you've done so one, yeah. It's dope because at the end of it, the dirtiest people are the ones who had the most fun and who won. Right. And that's life. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like, you know, I don't want to make it through and be this clean, pristine, didn't do that. Yeah. Didn't do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's a great, you great know, way to you put gotta it. You got to have a color run because people, you know, because everybody goes to the bar after the color run, right? Yeah. And so now you're seeing everybody has on the colors. Oh, oh, you did green. Wasn't that fucking crazy? And right. now you're making friends yeah. off of the fact that you have been through this color run. And you got dirty. And you got dirty the same way they got dirty. Yep. And so what I noticed in, in life and through comedy is, especially with us doing the nasty show. Yeah. And I'm talking shit and I'm saying stuff. And these people, they speak French like a motherfucker. Yeah, they're fancy. Oh, my God. It's like, they got the fanciest you're language. You're an hour flight from New York. Like, fucking yeah, calm stop down. It. Everybody like, calm yeah, down. please. There's McDonald's on every Jesus other corner. Jesus Christ. Like, fucking, you're, you're fucking poutine McDonald's. Like, I had a bum call me Mademoiselle. I was like, what? <laughs> I do not own hookers, sir. Thank you very much. But, um, but no, it's like, you know, people relate. Yeah. And people are going through dark shit. They are. And they... You know. They don't know how to express it. And now what would Reggie Bo say? What would Reggie Bo oh, say to man, someone Bo. starting out? 
You know, Reggie. Let, 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 let's let them know what Reggie Bo would say. Reggie Bo would be like, well, I'm going to tell you something right now. Uh, you stay out of my motherfucking way. <laughs> <laughs> That's first things first. Because I'm a pound. <laughs> I'm a pound. <laughs> I'm gonna send you all his shit. So this you is gonna have make to. this is gonna make so much more sense. Wait, no, I, like, I I got it from when I saw it, but I definitely want to see a lot. And where yeah. can my people see you? Where can they find you? Um, so uh, everything is comedian CP. I try to make it simple. Um, I wish you know, uh, of course, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook is all comedian CP. Um, Your YouTube. My YouTube is comedian CP as well. My PlayStation Network is Comedian CP. That becomes a little problematic at times because <laughs> I don't always win. And then people be like, I fucking hate your shit, too. <laughs> like, Why am I me on here? You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you You've know. been a fucking delight, CP. Man, I'm right. so excited that I met you. Uh, I feel like you're going to be a lifetime, life, lifetime friend. Ah! <laughs> Sharp tongue <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lifelong friend, and I, I look forward to the rest of the week and getting high. Oh, yeah, for sure. Shout out to APX, ABX. Shout out to ABX. Yeah. Thank you. Down right it now. is. Yeah, so am I. Mm-hmm. Love you, CP. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.